You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here for the Locked On Nationals podcast. Today it is February 18th. 2021, a busy show today. Fernando Tatis Jr. signs a gigantic contract extension with the San Diego Padres. What does that mean? Does that mean a Juan Soto contract extension could be in the near future for the Nationals? We'll talk about that in just a second. Also, the Nets have released their full list of non-roster invitees to spring training. We'll discuss who has a shot to make the squad. And then also... Uh, pitchers and catchers report today, which is very exciting. The Nationals are welcoming pitchers and catchers to their facility in West Palm Beach, Florida. They will finally take the field for the first time. Obviously, they checked in, you know, kind of on that Wednesday, uh, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday period. And now they get going. They have their first uh, workouts today, first mound, mound you know, uh, sessions today for a lot of pitchers. And, uh, well, you know, not a whole lot, obviously, to report there. But I think just the joy and the fact that they are reporting that they're finally at camp and that things are starting to get going for the 2021 baseball season is very exciting. So we'll talk about all that coming up here on today's show. All right, let's get to it. So the big news here on this Thursday is that San Diego Padres shortstop Fernando Tatis and the team are in agreement on a 14-year, $340 million deal. This is from Jeff Passan at ESPN. The emerging face of baseball has agreed to a 14-year, $340 million contract extension with the Padres on Wednesday, securing one of the largest guarantees in American sports history and wedding himself to the team with which he quickly established himself as a star. Sources familiar with the deal told ESPN Tatis 22 will receive the third biggest deal in baseball history and do so at a far younger age than Mike Trout and Mookie Betts, uh, Mookie Betts rather, who were both uh, 27 when they signed their mega deals. The six foot three, 217 pound Tatis, whose dazzling shortstop play is perhaps exceeded by his prowess at the plate, went to San Diego via trade and is now uh, the player around who most of the Padres will be, or the Padres will build their team around, hopefully win a championship uh, with. So, this makes Fernando Tatis Jr. the third highest paid player in American sports history, or at least he signs the third largest contract in American sports history. And number one's Mike Trout in 2019. He signed a $426.5 million contract. Mookie Betts in 2020 signed a $365 million contract. And then Tatis's in 2021 this year is a $340 million contract. That is third below him. It's Bryce Harper at 330. Giancarlo at 325, Garrett Cole at 324, and then Manny Machado at 300. And what's interesting is you look at the list and you see that, you know, a team like San Diego now has over, you know, $600 million committed to two players, they, over, you know, in the next um, decade or decade plus, I should say. They've got, you know, over $640 million lined up for Machado and for Fernando Tatis Jr., which is absolutely unbelievable, and I think it's awesome uh, that we have a, a team like San Diego, it's you know one of the mid-market teams that is shelling out this much money, and it also makes you wonder when Juan Soto could be come up for a contract extension. Uh, right now, Juan Soto is going to be in arbitration for the next, I think it is two years, um, and I'm going to check on Spot Track right now. But you think about what this contract extension means, you know, for other young stars around the league, and I think Juan Soto is one of the guys that they're looking to line up 
for a big contract extension. Obviously, I think with the way the Nationals roster is built this season, they're definitely thinking about um, you know what Juan Soto is going to take to lock him up. What's going to take to lock up Trey Turner because Trey Turner's in line to make thirteen million this season. He's up for arbitration. Uh, last arbitration in 2022, and then he's an unrestricted free agent in 2023. For Juan Soto, he's got three more years of arbitration coming, but also I think the Nats are going to want to avoid that. They're going to try to lock up this young man, the star player, obviously for years to come. So those two guys kind of what make you think, you know, what what is um, the value? What what could you what could you possibly you know think contract wise for Juan Soto? Is he going to end up? in a position like Fernando Tatis, I, I certainly think he deserves to be, uh, especially if you look at the numbers, you know, Fernando Tatis and Juan Soto, you know, guys who've had pretty comparable performances. Uh, looking back in 2020, you know, Juan Soto's numbers, he has an awesome season and so did Tatis, but Juan Soto back in 2020, you know, he goes, uh, he hits 351, 490 on base, 695 OPS, and at one point, 185, or excuse me, uh, 695 slugging, and at one point, 185 OPS. And then you compare that to Fernando Tatis, who had another excellent, had an excellent season last year as well. Somebody that we considered in the running for the Most Valuable Player Award uh, last year. You know, a guy that hit 277, 366 on base, 571 slugging, and 937 OPS. In 2019, Tatis hit 317 with a 379 um, OBP, 490 slugging, 969 OPS. Juan Soto, not as good, but four, uh, 282 um, uh, batting average, 401 on base, 548 slugging, and then 949 OPS. And also, you know, whatever he, I guess, lacks in terms of regular season performance in the postseason, Juan Soto in 2019 hit 277, uh, 373 on base, 554 slugging percentage, and a 927 OPS. And in that World Series, Juan Soto in uh, 32 plate appearances hit 333 with a 438 on base, a 741 slugging, and a 1.178 OPS. He was absolutely dynamite in the World Series. You guys remember he had three home runs. He had seven RBI in those World Series. And uh, look, I think when I think about young stars, are, are the Nats going to commit that much money in that long of a time to Juan Soto? Uh, they should. Will they? I'm I'm not 100% sure. I'm not sure if they feel like that's a total long-term commitment. 14 years is a long time to commit to somebody. Should they lock him up for 14 years? Probably. On the pace he has, he's at right now, they should probably lock him up for 14 years. Will they? That's my big question. I, I don't know if ownership's in a spot where they want to make long-term commitments because right now they're not making long-term commitments to anybody. Now, I know it's obviously a different scenario, but look, you know, I know people out there are probably saying, Josh, yes, yeah, I mean, yes, they got to make a long-term commitment. Yeah, but it's hard to make that call when you're not in a spot with all the money, right? We're not the learner family. We're not the front office. So it's hard to know how they're feeling about this. And they've got two guys they have to extend. So maybe they, they just up the dollar value and lower the amount of time. So maybe it's, you know, I don't know, a, an eight-year commitment, a nine-year commitment, a 10-year commitment, as opposed to a 14-year commitment. But look, this is good for Juan Soto. Uh, whatever way you slice it, you look at Fernando Tatis getting this much money, that's positive for Juan. Um, that's, that means that his value just went up. So I think the upshot here when I'm thinking about Fernando and I'm thinking about Juan is awesome for Fernando. And as applies to Juan, okay, if I'm Juan Soto there, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm thinking, all right, a player 
you know, who is more valuable defensively, but you could argue Juan brings more on the offensive end, but a player kind of of my stature right now, a marketable young star just got three, uh, 14 years, $340 million. What does that mean for me? And obviously uh, that means that my value is going to be very high as well. Once again, the upshot for Juan Soto, all good. He is in line for a massive payday because a star of his age, of his caliber, just got paid as well. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, let's take a look at the non-roster invitees for the Washington Nationals going into the 2021 spring training period coming up here. But first, a word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is the best place to find well-priced parts for your car or truck. RockAuto.com has been serving auto parts customers online for nearly 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for pros and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on. And there, how did you hear about us? Box and note we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Today's show is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting, best for you protein bar out there right now. Go to BuiltBar.com. Check out the 18 awesome flavors they have. They really have something for everybody. You guys go check it out. Uh, they've got one of their best bars yet out. They've got dark chocolate, coconut. Once again, check out their 18 awesome flavors at BuiltBar.com. You can also go check out their Built Boost and Built Go, two awesome, awesome products from Built Bar. Go to use use that promo code Locked On L O C K E D O N Locked On, and we get 20% off on your next purchase. Once again, BuiltBar.com promo code Locked On for 20% off on your next purchase. One more thing, it is Black History Month, and so we want to invite you guys to go check out uh, Locked On Podcast Network's new podcast. It's called More Than a Game. This week, Candace Cooper of Locked On Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Locked On Women's Basketball discuss the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. Subscribe to the Locked On Presents podcast feed, and on the, it's on the Radio.com app and wherever you guys get your podcasts to hear this podcast. It's a, it's well worth a listen. So go check that out. More Than a Game Locked On Podcast Network. It's on Locked On Presents. You can go find it there. All right, let's talk about the Nationals non-roster invitees to 2021 spring training. And also, uh, on Friday's show, hopefully I'm going to be able to break down some comments that have been made. You know, hopefully there's some media availabilities for either some of the pitchers or or for some of, you know, uh, Dave Martinez is available. I've not seen a media schedule just yet, but hopefully they'll have some comments and stuff we can talk about on Friday. But for today, let's take a full look. This list came out yesterday on Wednesday. So pitchers, let's look at it. Luis Avilon, Aaron Barrett, Brian Bonnell, Tim Kate, Cade Cavalli, Jacob Condra-Bogan, Matt Cronin, Tyler Dyson, Tyler Epler, Paolo Espino, Javi Guerra, Cole Henry, Gabe Klobositz, TJ McFarlane, Todd Peterson, Jeffrey Rodriguez, and Jackson Rutledge. Let's highlight some names here. Uh, obviously, there are some names this list we've seen before. The ones, obviously, are Aaron Barrett, name that we've seen before. We saw Paulo Espino pitch last year. Javi Guerra is somebody else that we've seen before. And then the young guns. Uh, you know, obviously, Tim Kate is a guy that's one of the young guns that'll be in there. Cade Cavalli 
somebody that we want to keep our eyes on, Cole Henry, another one of those young pitchers, and then Jackson Rutledge. Those are the young guys that we've been tracking for a while now, and they're going to get their chance to uh, spend some time in at least, you know, at spring training. I don't expect any of those guys to make the roster this season. Um, I think we just want to see them pitch in AAA, AA, and AAA because those guys have not been able to pitch, uh, you know, in a calendar year in that league. And in uh, in last year, obviously, for the guys who got drafted, it was challenging because there was no ball, no level of baseball they could go pitch at. So it's exciting to see where those guys will land and exciting to see they're going to get some innings, but also also hopefully they get some reps in some of the spring training games. Uh, we want to see those guys pitch, and we're very curious. And also the veterans. We're always wondering what veterans will make the team. There are plenty of veterans, plenty of names that we've seen on this list, and, and I'm curious to see which guys kind of get the uh, they get the call up, which guys get the um, you know which guys are going to be able to, to make the roster, have a chance to play the 2021 Nationals, and that bullpen is obviously a big question mark. It should be good, but they might want some more depth to round things out. So we'll see if any of those guys get a chance. Catchers: Wellington Castillo, Israel Pineda, Rowdy Reed, Jackson Reitz, Brandon Snyder, and then Blake Swihart. So. Obviously, the two guys who are under contract we know right now are going to be Jan Gomes and Ox Avila. Those two guys are going to be the two catchers heading into this season for sure, 110%. That battle for the third catcher is going to be very, you know, it's questionable right now. Uh, who's going to be that third guy? Rowdy Reed obviously has had some experience, not really necessarily panning out. Well, Inton Castillo is a guy who's had experience, um, and so we'll see if, you know, if he has a chance. Blake Swihart, they signed. Brand Snyder is a possible utility guy. So who's going to be that third guy? And and we, we always forget, too, you know, they've got one more waiting in the wings. You know, Trace Pereira is dealing with his issues right now with his appeal and his suspension. So we'll see where things go on that front. He would be my clubhouse leader once he comes back. Maybe they want to keep him in the minor leagues a bit longer. So we'll see on that front. But catching, um, they're set the first two. Uh, wondering, you know, if this battle in, in camp is going to decide a third catcher. Wellington Castillo is a guy who's been around now for two years. They signed him last year. He opted out. He's back this season. Uh, so I think a lot of us are wondering, hmm, where is he going to fit in this catching equation? Who's the guy who gets the call up if one of the two main catchers goes down? Infielders, Jackson Clough, Drew Mendoza, Jordy Mercer, Hernan Perez, and Adrian Sanchez. I think Mercer and Perez are the two that we're looking at. Guys with experience, uh, you know, experience in droves in the major leagues and guys that I think are proven at the major league level. They might be fighting it out for a roster spot. So keep your eye on that. Outfield, Gerardo Parra, Carlos, uh, I think I believe it's Tochi, and then Yasmani Tomas and Cody, Cody Wilson. So um, that battle, you know, for an, a fifth outfielder, I guess you could say, at this point in time. But that one is one where I think Yasmani Tomas might get the nod. He's been out of baseball, but that's somebody they brought back. Uh, he might get the nod in terms of you know on pure talent and ability alone, but I think Gerardo Parra has the inside track if anybody from that group is going to make the roster because Gerardo Parra obviously has that experience with the Washington Nationals and was a part of that championship team. So I think Gerardo Parra is going to have a shot, a real shot, to make the roster out of that group of outfielders. So there's your list of non-roster invitees in spring training. We'll see if any of these guys 
can make the old roster. It's going to be uh, exciting to watch here. Spring training, guys. Pitchers and catchers reporting today, so it's time to start heating up these battles for spots on rosters. That's what you love to see. That's what spring training is all about. It's not just about guys getting in shape and getting ready to go. It's about those battles. I mean, some of these guys are fighting for their uh, their jobs, fighting for their spots in the sport, and it's going to take place over the coming weeks and month or so in spring training. So keep your eyes locked on. No pun intended. Yes, pun intended. Uh, locked on those battles. All right, that'll do it for the show today. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. Follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore Thinking about doing a mailbag edition of the show coming up here as the season inches closer. So I'll put out a mailbag and you guys can ask some questions and I will answer them on the show. Probably going to do that next week as we turn our attention towards spring training games. Once again, though, social medias, you guys know where to go. At LO underscore Nationals. Follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. And until next time, my friends, please stay safe.